0: this is the doug life podcast hello there and welcome back to the doug life podcast i'm your host dougie and um i know it's been a while since i've uh you know dropped any new episodes any um anything actually it's been i believe since like late february so i guess i'm reintroducing myself but um it's been 's been uh up and down i would say roller coaster of a few months i um I was working two jobs that's why I stopped initially to um be able to just have some time for myself and my kids so I was working sixteen hours daily then I would have you know I would get out of work go pick up the kids and I spend the afternoon with them and then have to go right back to work you know sleep maybe four hours um so it was, it was getting kind of rough. Um, so that's why I was like, you know what, let me take a little break. I know I shouldn't have because I had just started this podcast, but I just, I was getting sick. I felt like my body was just crashing. So um, after that, I decided that I was going to come back and do a podcast. And then my girlfriend and I decided, hey, let's just go on. A, let's take a little trip. So we planned a trip and then we went to Puerto Rico in May. And we spent about a week and a half there. I had a great time. I told my girlfriend, I said, "Hey, I want to use this trip as a recharge for me." You know, I'm 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 going through. Um, I was going through tougher time in depression. Uh, uh, for some reason, if you if you have depression, you know, it just comes out of nowhere, and it just did, you know. And I was just going through it. It could have been the lack of sleep. But um, who knows, right? So I told her, hey, I need to recharge. I need to come back, go harder than ever. And I need to do something with my life because I'm just not happy. I'm not. If I'm being honest, I'm not happy. Working just a day-to-day job, it's just not making me happy no more. And it's just, I don't know, maybe I need to change a career or something. But I told her, I said, I always wanted to make music. And now I love the thought of just podcasting. Right. Um, and I told her, I says, what I want to do? I want to do? do that for a living. And I know that right now is not really a uh, feasible option. I need to grow a fan base. I need to try to make some money out of this. If I really wanted this to be my my, my full-time gig right now, I'm doing this just to, you know, like I said, in the first episode, I just want to be able to open up and Maybe give some advice to people who are dealing with the same problems as I am. And so, you know, that's just where we were at that point. We go to Puerto Rico. We have a great week and a half. It's a good time. I come back and I'm like, all right, let's go. Good time to grind. And I feel like life has a way of keeping me down because maybe a week and a half later, I get a phone call. It's Friday. Friday, the 26th, May 26th, Friday. I'm working. I had left my second job, my third shift job, because I started at the district during the day. So I was like, you know what? I need to take more time for myself and my kids. So I'm taking, I'm taking the, um, just working my job. You know, I'm going to have to make a do with that. So just working that job. Around noon, I get a phone call from my mom to, um, that the doctor would be calling me for my father. My father had fallen into the the hospital Wednesday. So a few days behind. And I didn't think much of it when he went to the hospital because, you know, my father didn't live the best life. He didn't take care of himself. So it was just another routinely monthly stay. And, um, so I wasn't thinking much of it, but I was like, okay, whatever. I, I don't like to talk to the doctors when it came to him because it was always the same thing and I already knew what it was, you know. You know, it was he would always say he wouldn't do he wasn't doing what he was doing, and then the blood work and the urine came back and it proved it, right? So like I, I was getting tired of having to talk to a doctor about it. I was getting tired of tell telling doctors, hey, I don't have anything to do with him. He doesn't want me to be part of his life. And if he does, he's not showing me. So like my mother and I, so like we're, we're non-existent in his life. And I so I got tired of that. So like I wasn't going to even pick up my mom. She sounded very like sad about something and she didn't want to tell me what. So I was like, whatever, I'll pick up the phone call. I'm at work. Luckily at work, we have an outside pod where we were. Some of us are selected at the end of the day to work for hours out there and whatever. So I'm out there working my last four hours of my shift, and I, and I pick up this phone call, and the doctor tells me that he's giving my father days, right? My mother told me, once I, once I got the news, I spoke to my mother. My mother told me it was hours, but the doctor was like, days. So I was like, okay, whatever. So I don't know. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't comprehend it. Sorry, I keep fidgeting. That's like my coping skill. So I'm fidgeting with this uh, nut, whatever, and I keep dropping it. So let me just put it down. But um, so I, I couldn't cope with it. I couldn't. I mean, I was trying to cope with it. Right. So, but I'm also on the pod. I don't have nothing with me. I have nothing like that. I, you know, I have no gum. I have nothing to fidget with. So I'm just like tapping on the wall. I'm trying to write rhyme. I'm, I'm trying to rap. And then I just break down, like completely break down of filled with sadness and it was tough because I, I'm i new at this job, so I don't have time to get paid for leaving, right? So, like, I, you can leave early, but, I'm, you know, I'm not going to get paid for it. So I'm like, I need this. I just came back from vacation. I need to make money. I can't leave. It's only four hours left. I have to suck it up, right? So I break down. I gather myself. Three o'clock comes. I rush to the hospital. He's... He's in a bad space, he's in a bad space, and um sorry, phone ringing um he's in a bad space, and I don't know, I don't know he's just wasn't I have never seen him like that, you know, and I've seen it as some I've seen him on some of his worst times, so i'm sitting there um trying to stay strong my mom is my mom i you know i i praise her but she was going she was going through it and she was trying to cope her own way and she gets really anxious she starts pacing she starts like asking a lot of questions and all that stuff so i was trying to keep it together i didn't want to make it worse for her because i know if she would have seen me break down she was gonna she was gonna break down too so my uh my mom stepped out for a moment and I went up to him and he was there. He was old. His eyes were open. He was conscious, but I don't think he was on, like I, I, he couldn't communicate. He was nonverbal at that time. And, um, you know, I, uh, he, he was shedding, he was shedding a tear and I like wiped off the tear and I, you know, started like rubbing on his head. Right. And I told him that I loved him and, and I was forg- that I forgave him a while ago for whatever happened between us, and you know, and and I I told him that I love him, you know, and and that I'm here for him, and and then um that they came in and they- he was on hospice, so they were giving him medication, morphine and some medication to keep him you know pain free. So like they came the game they came in to give him the dose, and he um fell asleep. So I left for my mom and I reached out to my sister and. You know she she was through it. She went through it herself, right? Like last time I remember her, the last thing I remember her when I was a child. I was like seven years old, like seven maybe six, and um, excuse me, and uh, you know she was she was like fifteen, right? So she was going through it. She was going through it, and um, my father put her through it. I'm not gonna say anything else about her because you know that's her life. But my father put her through it too. So like you know we we've, we've had a similar upbringing when it came to him right so it wasn't it wasn't easy right so i'm talking to her and you know i'm trying to try to stay stay strong and i don't i don't i don't like showing emotion because i don't feel like anybody cares right so that that's just one that's a part about how we grow up nowadays they don't like you know and it's been it's been like this for a while for men you know it's like do they really care if we break down right so like we i get back to the house i'm I'm trying to cope with things and I got to be a dad still. I got to pick up my kids. I went to pick up my kids and I'm trying to, you know, trying to like relax and all that stuff. And it's just, I'm breaking down, like I'm trying to, but I'm like breaking down. And then the next day, uh, my girlfriend and I, we went to go see him and he was still, he was getting, I, I, he was conscious, but he couldn't see, he couldn't see you. Um, he was, he was saying a few things though. So like, you know, he was talking this time and my mom made him laugh and he was laughing that I played him his favorite song. And like, he couldn't really say much. He was like, Oh, he started breaking down started crying. And the only thing he could say, cause that song, there's a line that says, I don't want to see, I don't want you to see me cry. Let me go. Let me go. And all he could say was let me go. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, I'm like, okay. At that point, I knew he wasn't gonna make it past the weekend, and you know, I gave him a a, a kiss and I and, I, and I, you know, rubbed his head again and I told him I love him, that I'll be back tomorrow, and he fell asleep again and I left. And then the next morning, I wake up and I call my mother and she goes, you know, we're, I'm waiting for your uncle and, and and your aunt to come down here. My my dad's siblings, they wanted to see him, and on the way. Them coming from New York at around like nine fifteen, I get the phone call from my mother that the doctor called him and called her and said that he passed away, and I was um, I don't know I, I don't know what to say. That was just I just I, everything was was a million miles per, per second, and I I rushed out, I got up, I rushed out the house. My mother was just like scared to go. I got her out the house. We went to the hospital, and that the the walk into the unit. There was a hallway, and from the hallway to the room. So the hallway, you enter the unit, you walk down a, a, a long hallway, you enter the unit, and then you go to his room. So that walk felt like forever, and like the closer I got to that door the more real it was getting, I was scared, I was like I didn't want to open the door. I didn't want to see what was in there. And then I, you know, I got the courage, I opened it. And there he was. He was gone. He was gone and it was tough. That was the first time my girlfriend, um actually no, my girlfriend was there, sorry. The day before my girlfriend that was the first time she ever seen me cry when I was playing him the song and stuff. So but I I broke down. Everybody was coming. It was it was a rough day. And then now we got to plan. Of, now we had to plan a funeral. And we'd had no money, right? There was no life insurance on him. He didn't want to do that. He never believed in that. He, you know, he'd rather spend his money on other things. So we managed to get it. We managed to come up with $5,800. And we buried him. We gave him a good service. Sent him off right. He looked handsome. Um. It was, uh, it's a hard, it was hard. The moment I was the day of the funeral, I was, I was, I was calm. I was sad, but I was calm. But when we were done with the service and they cranked they put the little thing on the, on the, <clears throat> on the, in the, the casket that cranks them to go down, to sink into the casket. Once they did that, it was, it was real, you know, it was real. And then they, uh, they um, they uh, closed the casket. That was the last time I ever seen his face. It's the last time I ever, I will ever see him. So we took him to the to the burial ground and to the cemetery, and we sent him off. We lowered him. It was tough, but here I am. It's been a week and uh, maybe two weeks now, and it's been tough. I am I'm angry. I'm sad. It's just a lot of emotions, right? I've always, th- I always thought that I was ready for a moment like this, but I guess I wasn't. And um. But he's in a better place. He's uh, resting, hopefully. I don't, I don't, we don't know what happens after after death, but hopefully he's resting and. He's not a pain no more and hopefully one day I get to see him again, but that's where i'm at right now i am i uh, i'm in a i'm in a few tough decisions on you know financially emotionally mentally i'm just i'm back at 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 rock bottom and i'm just tired of climbing out of this. I am. it's been so long since I've been at this lowest point in my life. You know, since November 11th, 2020 was the last time I was at this point. That was my suicide attempt. And, you know, I'm not thinking about suicide no more. You know, I promised myself I wouldn't and I'm not but i'm I'm so down, I'm so depressed I don't know it's tough. I'm trying to figure out ways to get back on track and you know I'm very low but um that's why I got on here. I'm trying to you know video recording podcasts now um i'm I'm gonna stay stay strong and i'm gonna I am going to power through this. I'm going to get out of this. Excuse me. Let's move forward. I apologize to anybody that was invested in this for me taking this long break. Of selfish of me. I, you know, if the only way this podcast is going to grow is if I take it serious and I stay committed to it, just like anything else. And if this is what I want to do for a living, I need to grind, you know. It's not gonna be quick. It's not gonna be easy, but I gotta grind, right? So, welcome back, guys. I'm not going nowhere. I promise. We're gonna go back to weekly episodes. Um, I'm going to see how this video stuff works, you know. And um, let's move forward with it. Um, thank you for anybody that's gonna listen to this and watch this. I appreciate you guys. You're the best. Um, you know. This is the Doug Life Podcast. I'm out.